Welcome to the Red Words Podcast, where we pursue a personal relationship with God the Father and His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Join us weekly as we deep dive into the dynamic and oftentimes curious Holy Spirit-inspired book of God's Word. In Revelation chapter 6, the Lord Jesus Christ opened six of the seven seals on the deed to earth. These seals furnish an overview of the events that occur during the seven-year tribulation and reveal what life will be like on earth after God's church and the restrainer are removed and the one world leader takes control. Seals 1 through 4 release the four horsemen of the apocalypse and seals 5 and 6 provide a sneak peek into the events that occur in more detail later in the book. As these events unfold throughout Revelation, they increase in intensity until the final battle of Armageddon. But what determines the seven-year time period? The answer lies in the prophetic Old Testament book of Daniel, chapter 9, where Daniel describes something called a week of years. A week is seven days. Therefore, a week of years is seven years. Most transcripts simply state a week, so understand that the nomenclature is a week of years. Here is Daniel chapter 9 and the beginning of verse 27. The ruler will make a treaty with the people for a period of one set of seven. The people are the nation Israel, but what is the significance of seven years? Jesus tells us in Matthew chapter 24, verses 21 and 22, that the seven-year time period is set in place to limit the length of the tribulation. According to Jesus, if the time frame were any longer, no one would survive. For then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time. No, nor ever shall be. And except those days should be shortened, there should no flesh be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Okay, but why are those days to be shortened? Because the battle between good and evil that once raged in the heavenly realms will be fought openly on earth during the tribulation, and mankind will be caught in between. Therefore, it is vitally important to understand who's fighting, and what they are fighting over. God in his goodness and his multitude of angels battle against Satan and his legions of Nephilim, demons, and human emissaries. But throughout the tribulation, only Satan's agents will be visible. This battle is being fought over the ownership of human souls, for God is the rightful owner of humanity because he created them, and he wants people with him forever. Whereas Satan is a created being turned evil, and his only desire is to take people away from God. Scripture is not clear regarding when Satan's legions will be released during the tribulation, but we do know that it will occur, because Jesus tells us about it in Luke 17, 26. And just as it happened in the days of Noah, so it will be also in the days of the Son of Man. Well, what happened in the days of Noah? We read the account in Genesis chapter 6, verse 4. In those days, and for some time after, Nephilim lived on the earth. For whenever the sons of God had intercourse with women, 
they gave birth to offspring who became the mighty men and famous warriors of ancient times. When these creatures polluted human bloodlines, God sent a flood to cleanse the earth. In Revelation chapter 6, the opening of the first seal introduces Satan's agent riding a horse and carrying a bow. He is called Antichrist. Scripture does not reveal this man's name, but he is the liar who pops onto the world stage bearing a peace treaty for Israel. Several passages in Daniel confirm that Antichrist is the one world ruler, and after he rises to dominance, he will, under Satan's authority, unleash these legions of evil creatures. Okay, next. Both God and Satan know that mankind was created with the gift of free will, and every single individual will either choose God's offer of eternal salvation or they will choose eternity with Satan. Therefore, Satan is fighting to keep the truth about salvation from as many people as possible. Opposite that is God's great love, for he sent his son as a sacrifice to redeem humanity from sin. The Lord Jesus Christ is the way back to God. He is the truth about God. And he alone is the one who can provide everlasting life with God. Now, with all of this information, we return to Revelation, because after the disappearance of God's church, wickedness rapidly spreads throughout earth. And with the removal of the restrainer, mankind crumbles under the weight of evil. Families and friends are torn apart. Lawlessness is the norm, and with the opening of the first seal, Satan unleashes his hatred on all humanity in the form of an incredibly deceitful man. Here is Revelation chapter 6, verses 1 and 2. As I watched, the Lamb broke the first of the seven seals on the scroll. Then I heard one of the four living beings say with a voice like thunder, Come and see. I looked up and saw a white horse standing there. Its rider carried a bow, and a crown was placed on his head. He rode out to win many battles and gain the victory. Throughout Revelation, loud voices that sound like thunder, trumpets, and roaring waters announce prophetic events. As the first seal is opened, one of the angels around God's throne bids John come and witness. He sees a white horse. White represents purity and goodness, and biblically, horses represent instruments of strength, power, war, and judgment. In ancient times, Horses were formidable assets, difficult to ignore. Men rode war horses into battle, providing the rider with a speed, height, and strength advantage. Large horses pulled chariots, vehicles that were fast, heavy, and unstoppable. Spear throwers and archers rode inside the chariots where they totally demolished anyone in their path. So the contrast between white for purity and the clear intent to harm people provides a clue about this rider. The fact that he's riding a powerful horse and carrying a lethal weapon clearly indicates this man plans to control and hurt people. In ancient wars, archers were highly trained and extremely accurate in long-range destruction, which indicates this man, too, is planning long-term hostility. This evil and deceitful man is ushering in the most tumultuous and war-torn era in history. 
but he hides his intentions by riding a horse that represents purity. Right from the start, this agent of Satan behaves just like his master does. He is a liar and a thief who uses deceit to rob people of the truth. Now, let's explore another theory about the bow. Because sometimes a bow is representative of a legal contract between two parties. One example is God's rainbow covenant after the flood, when God promised Noah that he would never send another flood. But there is a huge difference between when God promises and when Antichrist promises, for God keeps his promises. Antichrist does not. And we learn how he breaks this peace treaty later in Revelation. Right now, though, Antichrist enters the world stage carrying a document specifically for Israel, and it is acceptable to the entire world. So acceptable that the world allows Israel to build their holy temple on the Temple Mount. The nation Israel falls for the lie, and God's elect are deceived by Antichrist. Not only that, but Israel's initial belief that Antichrist is their Messiah rockets him into world dominance. This action fulfills yet another prophecy spoken by Jesus, the real Messiah. Here is John chapter 5, verse 43. For I have come to you in my Father's name, and you have rejected me. Yet another will come in his own name, him you will receive. An Antichrist wallows in his newfound power as he is crowned the one world leader. He kicks off the end time destruction, the tribulation, just as Paul said he would in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 9 and 10. This man will come to do the work of Satan with counterfeit power and signs and miracles. He will use every kind of evil deception to fool those on their way to destruction. Revelation chapter 6, verses 3 and 4 continues with the opening of the second seal. When the Lamb broke the second seal, I heard the second living being say, Come and see. Then another horse appeared, a red one. Its rider was given a mighty sword and the authority to take peace from the earth. And there was war and slaughter everywhere. Another angel from the throne of God tells John to come and see. The seal reveals a red horse whose color is blood, deadly conflict, war, and slaughter. What happens after God's church disappears when people realize there are millions of properties open and available and filled with possessions ripe for the taking? Do you think the people left on earth will politely wait for the judicial systems to divvy properties over to their rightful heirs? Or do you think people will kill to gain possession of the homes and belongings left behind by God's church? Perhaps people around the world will rejoice at their newfound wealth, glad that the believing community is gone, thus leaving them to obtain that which they could not obtain previously. Antichrist will usher in new fiscal programs, new medical solutions. He will be hailed as the best and most wondrous leader man has ever seen. But ever so slowly, ever so deceitfully, Antichrist will gain more power and control. He will create conflict and he will demand slaughter. 
for everyone who dares stand against him will be destroyed. Antichrist will thrive on this evil. Verses 5 through 7 continues. When the Lamb broke the third seal, I heard the third living being say, Come and see. I looked up and saw a black horse, and its rider was holding a pair of scales in his hand. And I heard a voice from among the four living beings say, A loaf of wheat bread or three loaves of barley will cost a day's pay. And don't harm the olive oil and wine. Black, the color of night, darkness, and impairment. Scales are produced for the majority of Earth's population to bring their day's wages in exchange for a single loaf of wheat bread or three loaves of barley. Interestingly, the elite will maintain their wealth as depicted in this passage by olive oil and wine. The world witnesses massive depopulation from slaughter and inflation, while Antichrist and Satan's emissaries prosper. But how many people will starve to death when inflation reaches these proportions? Who will have the strength to continue working day in and day out on bread alone? And what happens to the young? infirm, injured, ill, elderly, and incapable. Verse 8 provides the answers. I looked up and saw a horse whose color was pale green. Its rider was named Death, and his companion was the grave. These two were given authority over one-fourth of the earth to kill with the sword and famine and disease and wild animals. This horse is the putrid green color of an exposed body that has been dead for more than three days. The rider and his cohort bring finality to those who are caught in Antichrist's foul schemes. Some are killed by war, some starve, others by disease. And with Earth's dwindling population, animals become emboldened enough to hunt and eat men. People are beginning to realize that Antichrist is not the benevolent world leader he claims himself to be. Nothing about his actions involve peace, prosperity, freedom, or happiness for the masses. Many people realize that his reign only produces suffering and death. And the next verse identifies some of these people. Revelation chapter 6, verses 9 through 11. When the Lamb broke the fifth seal... I saw under the altar the souls of all who had been martyred for the word of God and for being faithful in their testimony. They shouted to the Lord and said, O sovereign Lord, holy and true, how long before you judge the people who belong to this world and avenge our blood for what they have done to us? Then a white robe was given to each of them, and they were told to rest a little longer until the full number of their brothers and sisters Their fellow servants of Jesus, who were to be martyred, had joined them. During the tribulation, millions of people will come to know and accept the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior. They will refuse Antichrist's duplicitous leadership and speak out against his rule. Regardless of martyrdom, they remain faithful to their Lord and King, Jesus Christ. In heaven, these saints stand before God's throne and ask him an interesting question. How long before you judge the people who belong to this world 
and avenge our blood for what they have done to us. So who are these people that belong to this world? They are Satan's emissaries who work for Antichrist. They are the presidents of nations and their henchmen. They are the secret police. They are the guillotine operators. They are the earth dwellers, and we learn more about them in Revelation chapter 11. They are the ones who murder millions over the course of the tribulation. As these saints cry out for justice, God tells them to be patient, for the time is coming when all those who come to believe in his Son are gathered. Revelation chapter 6 verses 12 through 17 reads, I watched as the Lamb broke the sixth seal, and there was a great earthquake. The sun became as dark as black cloth, and the moon became as red as blood. Then the stars of the sky fell to earth like green figs falling from a tree shaken by a strong wind. The sky was rolled up like a scroll, and all of the mountains and islands were moved from their places. Then everyone, the kings of the earth, the rulers, the generals, the wealthy, the powerful, and every slave and free person all hid themselves in caves and among the rocks of the mountains, and they cried to the mountains and the rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of the one who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of their wrath has come, and who is able to survive? Seal number six provides a glimpse of the major events that are about to occur in the upcoming chapters. And it is interesting to see that the tribulation unfolds in such a way that Earth's inhabitants fully realize the absolute truth about what is happening. The blindfolds are off. People know and understand that the battle raging all around them is being fought by God and Satan, and Antichrist is forcing them to choose between him and God. Many recognize Antichrist is a liar, and they turn to the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior, while others love and worship Antichrist and fully accept him. Time is running out, though, and the choice now is black or white. There is no in-between, no denying, no hiding, no heads in the sand. And this scripture reveals that those who choose Satan will come into the full wrath of God and his Son. They will not escape the tide of events the Trinity sends to earth. And so, on earth during the tribulation... The battle for eternal souls will be fought in real time. And what is the end result? One will either spend eternity with God or eternity with Satan. The choice is up to every individual. Which begs the question, should people believe biblical prophecy? Absolutely they should. Because there are hundreds of Old and New Testament prophecies, and many of them have already come true. Therefore, will the prophecies in Revelation that are yet unfulfilled also come true? The Bible is God's word to mankind. It is his gift of life, history, instruction, redemption, power, and glory, so many things. But it is also God's spotlight on future events. When God the Almighty and his Son prophesy, you can bet your life those events will come to pass. Think about that.
because so far the triune God's success rate is 100%. Here is one of the Lord Jesus Christ's end-time prophecies from Matthew chapter 24, verses 33 and 34. Even so, when you see all these things, you know that it is near, right at the door. Truly I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. And who might that generation be? They are the people who live during the tribulation. And so, dear friends, take heed of the Holy Spirit-inspired Word of God today as you seek a deeper, personal relationship with Him. Thank you for joining me and know that the Lord Jesus Christ loves you very much. And so do we. Until next week, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen and Amen.